yo, 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 what up and welcome back to the one and only Minorities Report Film Podcast. Yo, 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 what up? <laughs> yo, 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 what up and welcome back. This is the one and only Minorities Report Film Podcast. Your bonus deep dive into this year's Golden Globes for 2020. We're talking the movies, the awards, the nominees, your favorite minorities are back. Report for duty, doing a double duty this week. Look at that. Talk about consistency. We are back to back already twice in the new year. Do not think that this is going to be like a sign of things to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are we we're, we're still minorities. We Yes. Yes. <laughs> we are. Uh, we literally were like, yo, uh-oh, the Golden Globe snuck up on us. <laughs> And we need to make sure to get this pod out to be a part of the conversation. So I'm here, your boy Kobe Mac. The voices you heard in the back is Shimmy Shama, Raulito, and Drizzy Dre. She's out doing a damn thing, shooting photos that are beautiful. Check her out on Instagram at as a photo. And we are here. So that way we can report, hashtag report the globes. I really think that uh the conversation we're about to have to break down the nominees even more, even better is exactly what you need to get you prepared for this Sunday's festivities. Mm. Gentlemen, yes. how are y'all, y'all today, though? Real quick. Actually, it was awesome, but can you believe that the first movie of the year that we see at the movie theaters is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker? Oh, Again, gross. the fifth time for me, and the <sighs> second for Raul. But like, we got the chance to watch it with Professor Horror himself. himself. Like He was here in the Carolinas, and we met him in Charlotte, and we had the chance to watch it in 4DX. Mm. So this means that I've seen this movie five times in different formats. 2D, 3D, IMAX, Dolby, and 4DX. Which is another experience that we should talk about one day when Professor Horror joins us as a guest. It's the first time for Raul and him, and the third for myself. But uh, the movie just gets worse and worse yeah, every time you watch it. Worse, exactly. Worse and worse. Goodness gracious. But today is not the day to talk about the worst. We are talking about the, the noms. Exactly. Ooh-hoo. The best. How was your day? Best. How was your day? Good. Yeah, my day was uh, my day was good. It was a uh, fun-filled day of cleaning my Airbnb. So uh, hey. storming rain and all day in Atlanta. So I am down and ready to be distracted even more and get to this business. And if I could just tell my audience and our audience, if I could just tell our audience to get to the business and give us a follow at Pod on Twitter and Instagram, make sure to subscribe, like, comment, share, do that. Make this new your New Year's resolution to share the pod and review it <laughs> as well. And you can check out our website at mreportpod.com for any and all new content. You can send us an email if that's your thing at mreportpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Let's get this thing started. First up on the report. For hashtag report the globes is the nominees in the category for best original song. Ooh. Yeah, man. So we got beautiful ghosts and cats. I'm gonna love me again. And Rocket Man. Into the Unknown, obviously from Frozen. Dose. Spirit from The Lion King. And Stand Up from Harriet. All right, so I have, like, what my heart is telling me and then, like, what my head is telling me. All right. So, ultimately, in my competition, I want to, obviously, what's going to win. So, I'm going to keep score, 
and we're going to go through our picks on what we think is going to win, but then have a little conversation about what your heart thinks, what you think should have been here, whatever, right? Um, based on everything that I'm hearing and based on just this crop of films, and really, like, best original song this year hasn't been, like, that great, in my opinion. Exactly. Like, this was like remember, remember last year? What was the best original song from last year? The winner? Dude, come on, you know, Shallow, baby. Oh, oh shallow. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Right? Okay. Like, that was like, no matter what, whatever it was, SAG, BAFTA. Yeah, Golden everywhere. Rose, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That was definitely it. So, because it's a little bit weaker, and even though there's something that, like, you know, Into the Unknown yeah. slaps yeah. hard. Kobe, really, like, when, when we were reading, like, when Raul was reading, like, the nominees for me, like, and I said, wow. The five are so weak, you know, like I don't see anything standing out that can be that much like like Shallow or the year before for Remember Me or for um, uh, The Greatest Showman or something. There's a couple of those categories here today yes, that I feel that way about, so. Exactly. And, um, but I, as you said, like we, we will have like this debate between what we love, what our hearts will think that, uh, what, what will like feel that should win and what our minds think that uh, the um, voters will choose, you know? Because, like, we have the political reasons, we have, like, um, different kind of uh, ways of weighing the situation, you know? And with that being said, I'm going to go for an original song, I'm Gonna Love Me Again in Rocky Man. A solid choice, man. Uh, it's, it's a solid choice. Uh, is that... Is is that what you're feeling should win? No. I can hear you, but I don't. You're, yo, that panic at the disco, Into the Unknown, is so good. <laughs> into the Unknown! Yeah. Into the Unknown! <laughs> oh, God. You think I go one the octave um, higher? Let me see. No, 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 Into no, no, the Unknown! No. <laughs> no, too much for our audience. Look. Sorry guys, oh, it's too Man. much. It's too much. I'm mad. So I'm, I'm mad that I asked. Yeah, <laughs> my wife is mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> so for so for me, I, I'm actually, I actually think your 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 uh, your preferred choice. I think that's gonna win, man. I, I don't think Disney's getting a whole a lot of love in these globes. So I think easily again, I. <laughs> These these awards circuits are very much uh, uh, political, and they still want to maintain the favor of all these studios. So I, I think they're gonna give it to Into the Unknown, and I don't think anybody's gonna be upset about it. Nobody's gonna bat their eye at it, even if another song it's should win. It's a good song, huh? It is a good song. It is, it's a great song, yeah, no it doubt. Is, I, 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 yeah, I, I, even I, though I think people people feel thematically that the other song that was inside of uh, Frozen Two is stronger for like where the character goes but this is the song like when i watch and i've seen frozen two three times like every time i'm just like yo like you can't it's a bop i yeah, agree i agree exactly. i agree the other song for me is stronger but yes this one this this one's good and, and, and panic at the disco's version is definitely strong yeah and i feel the same I mean, yo, this the, yeah. the other song is stronger but this one is like it's the it's the most popular and it's it has like its effect you know and the kids love to hear this song mm -hmm. So I do agree with Raul. I believe that Into the Unknown will, will will win, but my heart goes more for Beautiful Ghosts from from Cats. So, <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You just said your heart goes more from. I can't even remember what Beautiful Ghosts was in Cats. Who sung it? <laughs> Francesca Hayward. Francesca. 
Yeah, when the fuck did she sing? Wait a minute, wait, she sung in the movie? So, yeah, so the, fir- the first thought, time... Wait, the no, first... she, did, she did memory the first time, and then that's when this chick did memory, right? No, she doesn't. So, so, so wow. Jennifer Hudson still does memory the first time, but it's a very short version, and then she goes to skitter away into the darkness, and Francesca Hayward sings Beautiful Ghosts, and it's a... It's, it's a I I also think Beautiful Ghost should win. It's a haunting song. It's she she delivers it great, <clears throat> and I really really do. I, yeah. I really like the song. I yes. I, I think Cats Cats has like I like I said in our other in our review pod. Cats has two things that are strong for me. Francesca Hayward, um, all her performing, including Beautiful Ghosts, and uh, and Memory by Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. So I yeah it it, it doesn't have much else going for it. The movie it's it is. On all accounts, everybody, everybody knows, everybody knows, everybody knows what's being said about it. But like, undoubtedly, like Beautiful Ghosts is good. It's a great performance, and Jennifer Hudson was. was uh, I agree. Yeah. But I will not be said. Uh, Into the Unknown is a great song as well. It so won't win. Yeah. Undoubtedly, it won't win. Yeah. But I, I believe it should win. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. So moving right along. Next up, we got the nominees for Best Original Score. Your nominees are Thomas Newman, 1917, Danielle Pemberton, Motherless Brooklyn, Alexandra Desplat, Little Women, Hilda Goodnutter, Joker, hmm. Randy Newman, Marriage Story. I don't know if you pronounce it well, but it sounded good. You know what? I've tried. I've I've heard. I've heard. So one, do you like my this is this is my uh, presenter voice? Um, No. So I tried. I've heard it like that. It's I guess in that it's supposed to be like like the daughter like the daughter is supposed to be daughter. So it's supposed to be good net daughter, good net daughter. But regardless, Hilder's score is incredible. Like I still. Listen to it. I remember the first time when I watched Joker, and I've watched Joker six times, and like the movie was really, really good. I'm trying to get my bearings, and then I feel like the score really came in at its best when Joker, after he makes the kill on the subway train. Hashtag spoilers ahead. Yo, I'm just sporting the movie for our audience. Yo, the movie made a billion dollars. It's, it's on Blu-ray and digital and DVD and yes. everything. So. The moment that. Arthur runs to this disheveled bathroom, closes the door behind him, and it, this scene is completely improv. And I just found it beautiful, yeah. and like he's, it's like he found he found a chord that he was never able to play as like Arthur Fleck, and as he recognized that he's supposed to be Joker, finally he hits this chord, and this symphony goes on, and then this, the mix of the strings with the bass, it is like it is beautiful, and not like the, my head and my heart. Say that Hilda will win. Like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, the the music that you heard at the top of this podcast was from uh, was from Alexandra Desplat and Little Women, which that was my last movie I watched in twenty twenty. It's a really excellent score. This is actually a tough, like you know, category of nominees, but I truly believe that Hilda will win. It's a strong one. It's it's definitely a strong one. Um, for me, I'm I'm (laughs) I also feel both ways. Logically and emotionally, that the same film is going to win, but I think Thomas Newman is going to win for 1917. I like. I cannot believe that the only movie I missed this year, like from this, <laughs> the only it. screening that yep. I missed is 1917, and I was looking forward for this. I one. have to watch it. 
But anyways, like I'm glad that like Raul did it, you know. Um, like from, from, I adored like watching Little Women. I loved the score from Alexandre Desplat in Little Women, and uh, I really, I really want this movie to uh, this this score to win. But I believe that they will they will give it to Motherless Brooklyn. The score, especially like um, amongst like the 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 critic the critic circuits and. And lots of foreign uh, critics are talking about how great it was. So I think, and since the movie didn't get that much love for for uh, for score for I mean uh, screenplay or directing, maybe they will give it to Motherless Brooklyn as its only choice. But um, we'll see. All right. So it looks like we got that down for 1917, a mm -hmm. movie in which Shama hasn't seen. And it's playing in all major cities. I cannot even find it around like four hours. I have to drive four hours to watch it. So I don't blame you, bro. Believe me, it annoyed me as well. So it looks like Kobe's pick is Joker. We got Shama's pick, which surprises Motherless Brooklyn, which really like I, it really sucks that movie like nobody saw it because it, I really really enjoyed it. And then we got Raul for nineteen seventeen. Yeah. Moving on, but my heart and goes to Alexander. Uh, okay. <laughs> Two little movies. There we go. Make the, I'm glad you made that clear. Yeah. Yo, moving on over to the best animated motion picture. The nominees are. Oh, the most unimportant category. Oh, <laughs> no. No. it takes a long got, time to got, to craft this these pieces of art. You're right. You're right. Pieces okay. of art. How to Train Your Dragon, uh, the uh, three. <laughs> Missing Link. We got The Lion King. Frozen Dose. And Toy Story Four. I'm glad oh, that the, what the if, Lion King is considered animation in this situation. It's not live action. That's it's like, it's been just, cleared up a lot. It's definitely been cleared up. A lot, yeah, I know. Is, but like, I'm just like yeah. making making sure that like it's official now. So it is official. Raul, what movies have you seen in this category? What movie? What? What movies have you seen in this category? I say it one more time. What movies have you seen in this category? Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> You're cutting out technology. Gotta love it. Um, I've actually seen all of them, but one. I didn't see Missing Link. Oh wow! Yeah. Are you a, are you a fan of like Leica's stuff? Uh, you Kubo. So I I really really loved Kubo, and I considered watching this. Um, I'm not a fan of claymation. So like so like claymation is like another level of animation that makes animation worse for me. Because it makes it no, 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 for real, and like I find it incredibly impressive, but like so, regular animation is difficult for me to like get into because I just I know I'm watching a cartoon, like claymation even more so, like it's more difficult for me to to like really get absorbed by the story and the film. So, so we know that Raul is not picking Missing Link. Um, <laughs> this honestly, this this seems very much like a lock. Like, don't get me wrong, I really loved How to Train Your Dragon. Um, I was high on Frozen 2. I'm one of the few that I know that was high on The Lion King. But I think we're all going Toy Story 4. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think like, I love to, to, for Toy Story 4 to win. And I think it will win um, uh, my... Uh, yeah. Is that, what you is, that what, is that what you want to win, Colby? Honestly, the, what I want to win is, is not here, unfortunately. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, this is this is Netflix's year, and Klaus is getting no love. Oh, and yeah, I thought that I was like, a re I thought that was one of the best retellings of the Santa Claus story, and it is exceptional 
hand-drawn 2D animation. Like, it is really, really good. Um, so if you guys have not got a chance to see Klaus, um, don't let the holiday season, you know, being over stop you. It's available on Netflix right now. It is one of the best Christmas stories that I've seen. Yeah, I, I, I've time. just seen it, like, the, the, the New Year's Eve, and I think it's uh, it's great. I need to watch it. it. It's great. Like, wow. my kids loved it, and I really think it's a great movie. But I still believe Toy Story 4 shouldn't win. I feel, I feel differently about who should win. I think the Lion King should win. I think... <laughs> I know. I know. But again, it, it, to me, it's animated, but it's live action. <laughs> and I find it so impressive what they were able to do with that. With the technology, with the animals. It, it just looks so, so, so good. I'm not... Like, Disney would just be happy yeah, with it. They have three hours sure, of sure, sure. I'm not a huge fan of like a lot of it, uh, 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 especially the choices to make it a musical again. But uh, but I can't deny that like just what they did is super impressive. And it's different. Uh, so that's what I'm going with. But I, I do think Toy Story is going to win, for sure. So. All right, moving right along. We got... Best motion picture in a foreign language. Da, 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 da. Somehow, your nominees <laughs> are The Farewell, <laughs> Les Miserables, not that one, Pain and Glory, not Pain and Gain, Raul. <laughs> no, it's me. I think I'm the one that's going to Parasite. Portrait of Lady on Fire, which I really want to see. Oh my so god, it's bad. one of my like, favorite movies of all time. Why is it not coming out till February? The to Valent like till Valentine's, Valentine's Day, bro. Are you kidding me? It was playing like, in Europe like in, in October. Like I know we saw it in September or something. So I didn't get to see it. It's great. No, no, only I if you lived it. in New York and LA did you see Portrait of Lady on Fire. And it, I'm just like, or if you lucky enough to be in a critic skirtle. Critic circle. Yeah, to be in a critic circle where you got like a screener, but like, oh my gosh. Movie, yeah. the people that got to see it, yes, they're saying it's very, very good. But come on, without a doubt, across the board, oh, it's parasite. Everyone is talking it's about parasite. parasite. Yeah. yeah, it's parasite. And <laughs> I personally, I, 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 I mentally, and hard, and everything, I believe, I don't, believe that parasite should win. I don't know how. I don't know how parasite doesn't win. So it's it, it's one of the most talked about films this year. It's not only about the hype. It's it's about like it's really it fulfilled everything we should need. Like it make you drop drop the the dimension of like that you cannot that you're reading the subtitles. Like you got the movie entirely that like you're not bothered by the subtitles. No, no, I was still bothered by subtitles, but but not the same way like any other. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I still don't want to read, but <laughs> honestly, okay. yeah. it's actually no, it's think, probably, it's, it's probably the easiest subtitles to digest yeah. that I've seen in a while. Sure, sure, I, I agree, but I don't, I, I don't really watch anything with subtitles. So, but is that what everybody wanted to win? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, one, it's the only movie. Well, okay, this is the thing, yo. <laughs> I have the farewell as a better film than Parasite, and I may be in the minority oh, compared to no. like, a lot of other folks. No, I truly do. I have the, the farewell. Well, I love this movie. Bro, have you seen the farewell? Is better. Have you seen the I've farewell? I've seen, I've seen the four out of five. I didn't see the, seen the farewell. The, the new one. But I've seen everything else, and uh, I believe like Parasite top them all. You know, I don't know. I just I, honestly, I, the Farewell shouldn't even be in this category. It's not a foreign film. It's not. No, I agree. I agree. It's not a foreign film. It's yeah, a, it but it, but but it's funny because it has English, but it does have a foreign language. So they kind of cheated it there. 
They're like, I mean, well, technically yeah. it's in a foreign language. And that's why I, I think mean, they made China uh, one production company there to produce and so it can be nominated for the Oscars, you know? To be submitted like from China, like, you know? Selena back in the 90s because, like, most of that film was people speaking Spanish. Oh, that's a foreign language film. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. It's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. So, yeah, we all we all going with uh, Parasite. And that feels like, is this, a, is it like, of all the categories, this is a lock. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah it has and, to be. There's nothing else yeah. that's more locked than this. Unless you want to, yeah. oh, let's be different, you know. So. I guess. I don't know, we'll see. You know, but, um, yep, so that that's going to be the lock there. So that's easy points. Uh, moving on to best supporting actor. And this is... Supporting regardless of comedy, musical, or drama. Just best supporting actor. We got Tom Hanks for Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. Got Al Pacino for The Irishman, as well as Joe Pesci for The Irishman. And we have Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's tough. (laughs) Is it... Is it tough? I just like I don't like like to have uh, uh, two characters from the same movie. You know, like I know it's not fair. Like they have to if they are great, but like I, I don't know. For me personally, personally, I want Brad Pitt to win. You know, but I think they will go with either one of the Irishman supporting characters. And if I'm choosing between both of them, uh, I think they will choose Al Pacino because we can see. Lots of changes in the character, you know, and 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 good performance. I feel like Joe Pesci is Joe Pesci. You know? do, you, do you think Brad Pitt? You think you want Brad Pitt doing because he did a better job than the rest of them? Um, yeah, I feel like he 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 gave a a, a, a different depth to a character that um, w- without saying anything, especially about like his wife and what happened with his wife, you can see. What, ha- what happens in his eyes without doing anything, you know? Mm. Like, so I feel like the character is really strong because of his performance. And that's personally, you know? So. Okay. What do you think, Colby? Yeah, I'm going Brad Pitt all the way. Yeah. His whole I'm not campaigning campaigning is going to work. And as the pundits say, the Golden Globes, they love to star fuck. So, um... They want to rub shoulders with the who's who in Hollywood. And what bigger movie star than Brad Pitt can you really have to schmooze and say, we want to award and celebrate the work that you did in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and give you the Golden Globe. And don't get me wrong, Tom Hanks is good. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's good. Al Pacino, this is a very strong category. There's other, I'm like, to be honest with you, I could, like, what... Shia LaBeouf did in Honey Boy, what Sterling K. Brown did in, in Waves, yes, in Waves, the list that, yeah. and that's why it's like me, you, you Jonathan have... fucking Majors in in the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Give me them over these guys. These these are very safe, but of the crop, I do believe that Brad Pitt will win. Hmm. I don't think he'll win. Oh, yeah. I th- I don't oh, think wow. he'll I don't think he'll win because. But because I think Al Pacino's gonna win. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's it's. I think that the love that the Irishman is gonna receive, I think, and I'm hoping is from areas that that are safer. Um, 
So, I, yeah, I, I definitely think I think they're going to give it to Al Pacino. I think he did a well enough job. I think he's Al Pacino at the end of the day in the film. But I think they're trying to give Irishman love. So I think they're going to give it to Al Pacino. Though for me, I actually think Tom Hanks should win. I think I think he took on that character. I think he did a good job. I was extremely skeptical. Um, and I think that... Uh, yeah, I, I think I think I, I think he did uh, he did the best. I think Brad Pitt. I love him. I love him in this movie. I think Cliff Booth is he's a phenomenal character. Should be, but 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 like he, he's 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 a, he's Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? Like okay, I, Tom I, Hanks I, is Tom Hanks. No, no, it's, it's not Tom Hanks. He's different. Ah, he's he's Mister Rogers. You know what I mean? Okay. He's Tom Hanks as yeah. Mr. Rogers. This is Brad Pitt. Which is great. No, I think Brad I think Pitt. I think if if Won't You Be My Neighbor didn't come out. There'd be a stronger case for Tom Hanks. For what? To win. I, I truly, I just feel, I, I feel oh. like it, it's too close. You know what I mean? I don't know. Once you be my neighbor, didn't win. Didn't even get nominated. So. <laughs> yeah, but still, still, it was. I mean, and now it's on Netflix. Like it's, it's, it's something that people still like hold close. Like people still like they know. Fred Rogers. It's just, it's, it's, it's my gut. I'm going my gut, and I'm gonna win in the end of the night. You're gonna see why. I don't think so. But that's okay. We're going to move right on to Best Supporting Actress. Your nominees for Best Supporting Actress. Shama's favorite, Margot Robbie. Kathy Bates. Annette Benning, Laura Dern. And Jennifer Lopez. I'm a hustler's baby. I'm a hustler, baby. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. Personally, I just like I really want Margot Robbie to win. Like I feel like she nailed the character, like in Bombshell, so emotional, so simple, like performance the way she did it. But I don't know. Like I have this feeling that they will not give it to her, and I feel that they will give it to Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, especially with they the amount they, they, she got. Like, they better a, not. I really, I really, not. I really hope it will be Margot Robbie. They better not give it to Kathy Bates. She had one scene. <laughs> they one yeah, scene. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. They That's what. Give, yeah, I agree. They better not give it to Kathy. Yeah, Bates. I I'm really don't want. Like, I really don't want them to give it to her. I would be happy with any other. Like, but uh, I don't know. I have this feeling that they will. I actually, I want them to go to Margot Robbie, and I think they will give it to Margot Robbie. This would be great. Yeah. Hmm. Because I, like I, she was. She was good. She was damn good. Like. She's she's damn good. Um, of the five here, <laughs> what I would give it to of the five is to Margot Robbie. Like she struck me as having this strong. Even though yo, I I think yo, mad props to Laura Dern. Laura Dern did a fine job inside a Marriage Story. I just feel that the writing was like was what made the performance great. Like I feel like a number of actresses could have played. What was her name? Nicole? No. Yeah, one of them. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she could have, like, a, a number of actors going to play that. It was written perfectly by Noah Baumbach. And it was still a really good performance, but Kayla brought something that I felt made, I mean, Margot Robbie brought something that made Kayla her own, not in spite of the writing, but she elevated the writing that was there. I do you know, agree. Which, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, just in that one scene that we talked about um, in the review pod where she's having to hike up her dress, like, and that was with no words, you know? So, like, 
that doing that without the dialogue is a stronger impression on me. And even in saying all of that, what I think will win is Jennifer Lopez. And that is going a long way because I do not believe that what Jennifer Lopez did in Hustlers is award is an award-worthy performance. Forever in a day, bro, it's going to be Selena. Always and forever. But apparently, for some women of color, they got to do these types of roles to get recognition, right? I mean, I mean that's all I'm going to say, all right? If that's my controversial take today, that's what it is. Yeah, I can see that from the high. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, if, just, if you just really, really think about it, a lot of women of color and, 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 and per persons of color always have to do these roles that are very outside of, like, their, their actor characters. You know what I'm saying? To, like, really kind of, oh, wow, J-Lo really stretched herself. Why? Because she showed her ass? out of here okay and to be honest with you i just saw little women and i'm riding on that high florence Pugh deserves oh, she's, it. yeah florence Pugh, she yeah. is great yeah, she's great, great. Yeah. really great performance i don't understand that, like can nobody choose oh, snub yeah yeah 100 i agree that's the only performance for me in that movie that uh that should be here for sure florence Pugh. uh man if jennifer lopez wins i would be so sad <sighs> I may not even be able to finish watching the Golden Globes. Because yeah. like, I really wanted Margot Robbie to win for I, Tanya two years ago. And like she did a very good job. And she this, did a really movie. good job. And this in this one, it's the simple like way... I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we got J-Lo. We got Shama choosing Kathy Bates. And Raul choosing Margot Robbie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Kathy Bates, think? I think uh, they were giving about like... Personally, I, I, I believe it to be Margot, <laughs> You got it, you got it, bro. Hey, moving on to the category for best actor in a comedy or musical. We got Daniel Craig for Knives Out, Roman Griffin Davis for Jojo Rabbit. We got Leo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Taron Egerton for Rocket Man. We got Eddie Murphy for Dolomite Is My Name. I thought Kobe was going to finish that for sure. He, he failed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 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 blip, blip, blip is my game. That's blip, right. Blip, blip, blip. Yo, you know what's so weird? I see people talk about Dolomite. They Have you noticed that people like tweet, they say, my name is Dolomite when they talk about the movie? <sighs> Oh, have wow. you seen that? I don't know what the. I f haven't, but it would upset me. Yeah, it, they do that often, and I don't understand. Like, but I'm wondering though, because I interact with a lot of folks that are like in different countries, and maybe like the title is different. So oh, maybe. I'm glad. I, maybe you know what I'm saying. So like, I caught myself for a second because I'm like, what the fuck is everybody doing? Like, it's it's Dolomite is my name, but they constantly say my name is Dolomite. Sure. But that just sounds like a stupid type. My name is Dol. Oh, Dolomite is my name. Dolomite is my name. Fucking up, up, yeah. This is the slogan. Like, I don't think the Netflix will change it anywhere worldwide because on the Arabic account for Netflix, it says like Dolomite is my name. So, mm. okay, yeah. I'm and for that reason, I'm going with Eddie Murphy. I feel like that the stars are aligning with this crop. One, Leo doesn't deserve to be in this category. Like, it's what makes his performance great is not the comedy. And for that, as much as I love Taryn, like I, I love Taryn. Like if I'm like my heart says Taryn did the best job in this category, you know, and don't get me wrong, it's tough. Like Roman Griffin Davis did really, really well. Daniel Craig was great. But Eddie Murphy, I feel like there's a lot of things that are lining. He's been campaigning the right way. I'm giving Eddie Murphy the win. By the way, in Mexico, it's just called Dolomite. And it looks like Poland, it is my name is Dolomite. 
But that's it. Everybody else, it looks like it's Dolomite. Yeah, Poland is Nazi one C Dolomite. So my yeah. name is Dolomite. So good job, man. That was a good pronunciation. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think. I think. Um, for for me, man, like I don't. Man, so many people. I, I think they'll give it to Taron Edgerton, honestly, uh, for Rocket Man. Again, it's a biopic, which always holds a lot of weight in the award. Uh, it's so, last year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Robin Alec yeah. won for Bohemian Rhapsody last year. Yeah. Exactly. So I think they'll give it to him. I <laughs> I think I stand alone <laughs> on my uh, on what, who I want to win. But I, I really think Roman Griffin Davis should win. I This kid blew everybody away. Like, every podcast I listened to out there, everybody, like, was harping on this kid. Like, where did they get this kid from? He's so good. We've never heard of him. And he blew us away. And, like, undoubtedly, like, that, he blew everybody away in that movie. I agree, but I don't think, uh, I don't know. I, I don't see anybody else here that, that like, that impressed and people talked about to that degree. It might be because he's a new actor. It might be because he's a young actor. Sure, both. Give him that. But, like... He, everybody was talking about this kid. Hmm. But he's not a grown-up. He didn't do grown-up things. So, maybe not. He's got plenty of time. He's got a long career ahead of him. Exactly. I mean, that's not a fair reason not to not give him the award, though. So They usually wear their, their, their mid-30s, you know? Like, that. I agree that Timothy Chalamet will keep being nominated forever, and then he will win, like, in 10 years from now or something. But yeah, no, that's pretty good. So it looks like your minorities got Leo DiCaprio, Taron Egerton, and Eddie Murphy. So it's going to be an interesting night to see how that category uh, will uh, shake itself out. Next up, we got Best Actress in a Comedy or Musical. Your nominees are Beanie Feldstein, Emma Thompson, Ana de Armas, Aquafina, and Kate Blanchett. I was really surprised when they announced that Clint Blanchett would be nominated for Where Did You Go, Bernadette? This movie was really weird. Her performance is like Clint <laughs> Blanchett. It was really weird. Yeah. And I, I don't think like uh, after what she did in, in, in Carol, like, th- no, this this should not be nominated, you know? It's like, it's a good performance, it is, but it's not um, worth the nomination, you know? So, yeah, I am, personally, I want uh, Ana Darmas to, to win because she did a phenomenal job. But I believe that they will go towards Aquafina because it's a foreign movie. They are the foreign press. And she did a very good job as well. Because The Fair was still in my top movies of the year. But um, personally, I want Ana Darmas. Yeah, I agree that Ana Darmas is foreigner as well. But like the character portrayed in the movie is like um, no, no, no ties to anything foreign, you know. Like in the movie, yeah, we know that. But no, like, she's from Uruguay, yeah, Uruguay, Mexico. I know, like Brazil. She's from all the countries. I know. I I understand this, but I mean, Aquafina has like a political point. They have like it's a foreign language movie. Uh, Aquafina showed something. I think they'll give it. I think if they give it to Aquafina, it's simply because Aquafina. We've never seen her stretch herself to this degree, but it, it really wasn't an award worry worthy performance like is it a, is, is it a good performance for what aquafina we've seen her deliver absolutely but like there are stronger actors out there and 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 Ana de Armas should win and i'm gonna say Ana de Armas will win oh you see she will win yeah it's the right thing oh 100 percent. 
So you think they will give it to Islanders? It's a ten. It's a. It's a. It's. It's. It, they're not even on the same playing field as far as performances goes. I mean, like who they will give it to? I'm. I'm saying on Adams. Oh, okay. I, I don't like, think Knives Out will win anything else. But I think I just wins. don't think that like the performance, like in my opinion, like it's not very comedic. Her performance. Who's? I think everything around Ana de Armas is comedic. And that's what made her performance not phenomenal. Herself. Yeah, but she's, I mean, she's yeah. performing in... First off, it's very... Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's body comedy, like situational comedy. Like the fact that she throws up when she when she lies, like she nailed yeah. that performance. But like Correct. also the... Like she is, she is within a comedy. Even if, even if she's not making us laugh the whole time, she's in a comedy. And her performance is strong. The whole thing is not like, who's the funniest person on screen? No, it's in this comedy or musical, who had the strongest, like, which one of these women had the strongest performance? And Ali Adam had the strongest performance without a doubt. Anyone that says otherwise has lost their mind. I, 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 I like Ana de Armas a lot. Like, of me, like, of a comedic performance... I would go Beanie Feldstein. It's not about. What I, it's not about I know. I understand. I, I fuck. I, I get. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But like, it's <laughs> it, it, it's 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 the reason why I, I didn't go with Leo in the other category. However, it's <laughs> gonna shoot me the foot. I am gonna go with my head with Aquafina. Hey. I feel like that there is enough, and then knowing this voting body, what they're looking for, it's That's uh, right. as as much as they would they would give it to Ana de Armas. Nobody knows her. She's a relative unknown for a lot of folks. You have to get, this is an award show. Like, that show means a lot. And they're going to want an award a star. Like, Kate Blanchett shouldn't be in this category, but I feel like Aquafina is going to take it. So, I'm with Sham in this one. We say Aquafina. You say Arnde Armas. It sounds like another loss for Raul. Let's move on. Actually, I would be happy with, if Anna won. I want Anna. So, but I, but I know that they would give it to Aquafina. So. Next up, we got the category for best actor in a drama. Your nominees are Joaquin Phoenix, Christian Bale, Joaquin Phoenix, sorry, for Joker, Christian Bale for Ford vs. Ferrari, Jonathan Price for The Two Popes, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, <laughs> and Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Uh, I want Joaquin to win, and, and I think he will win. I absolutely agree. And it was tough because, yo, I really love this is the if this is the year for Adam Driver. Been in five movies that came out this year, and he's played all of his roles so differently, and he was exceptional in Marriage Story. But Joaquin was like transfixing, and it was ballsy. To go for that role, and he, I think he knocked it out the park. So yeah, my pick, my head, and my heart goes with Joaquin. Me too. I believe Joaquin Phoenix should uh, should win, and I think he should win, and I think he will win. All right, then that was an easy one. Moving on to best actress drama. Your nominees are Cynthia Revo, Charlize Theron. Scarlett Johansson, Sergio Ronan, and Renee Zellweger. Is there any way that somebody other than Renee wins this? I really want it to be. <laughs> like, I don't want... And don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't like Renee Zellweger. I like her a lot. I think what she did in Judy was really, really good. 
Um, I disagree on this five. Like I would have went several other different ways. But for this five, I really think that Charlie's or Scarlet can take it. And I think it's tough. I, I think <laughs> you like how something in there. <laughs> nah, I, I, I want Scarlett Johansson to win. But I, I think too much is working in Renee's favor, which I think Renee will win, even though Scarlett should. No, she should not. You're right. You're absolutely incorrect on this. Are you kidding me? Are you out of your mind? She did fine. That, that Renee Zellweger was transformative, incredible on every. Was she though? Oh, absolutely. You may not love the film, and a lot of people don't, but like without a doubt, her performance is incredible. Oh yeah, of course. I believe that they will give it to Renee Zellweger, and um, and her performance was phenomenal. You know, when I saw like Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story, I thought like she should win without watching the rest at the beginning earlier in the year but then afterwards like she nailed the character you know yeah no i mean it's it's good i just wish the movie that she was in was better but like scar joe had the benefit of giving an exceptional performance in a much better film and for that that's the reason why i think that she should win but i do believe that there's something about playing judy garland that appeals to these international voting body that they're going to go that route. So I think that she will win. Hmm. Okay. But we'll see. Um, next up, we have best screen play. This is, this is, this should be Raul's favorite. Well, I guess one of his favorites. Yeah. My second favorite. <laughs> so your nominees are Noah Baumbach for marriage story. We got Bong Joon-ho and Han Jin Won, Parasite. <laughs> we got Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes. Nice guy. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Steven Zalian for The Irishman. Uh, I'm annoyed by Parasite being here. Are you? So this is my thing, right? Like, what? Okay, all right, all right Mr. Director, Mr. Screenwriter. What does this, like, what are the elements to a, to a, to a screenplay? What are the elements? Is this a trick question? It seems like a trick question. There's, it's, I mean, it's too complicated like, a question to answer, honestly. But I don't know which, and, what and, answer and you're And I seeking. think that's the part that, like, you know, as we continue to do this, like, if I'm trying to, like, because I, I think at a certain point, people could just mix up best picture, best screenplay, best director, and don't really, like, can't, you can't distinguish the differences between them, right? I mean, to, to the way that it's judged, sure. Because at the end of the day, when, uh, when the, Voting bodies receive quote unquote the screenplay, which I'm guessing most of them don't read. Um, they're actually reading just the film transcribed, basically. They're not reading a shooting script, uh, and, and which I think makes like, it unfair. It, it really, really does because ultimately you fall in love with the product that you see on screen, and you are believing that all right, the screenplay that you're taking frame from like there's those there's those fundamental writing elements that you're looking for and like how is the narrative constructed right like is there a clear beginning middle and end you know how do we find time in this story can we see a progression of like how the characters are written and then try to you know try to divide what that looks like if you're like all right what's the pie you know what of the story do you think goes on the onus of the actor versus the director versus the screenwriter because sometimes you know they're all completely different i will say with 
these, like you know that Noah Baumbach, he wrote and directed his film. Same thing with Bong Joon Ho. You know, um, Anthony McCartan. I don't believe, did he, is he, is he the writer and director? No, he did not books? direct. No, he, he did not, right? Wrote them. You know, Steve Zalian is adapted the screenplay, but we know that it was Martin Scorsese that was directing it. So it's like, it's sometimes hard where in this category, we have three, you know, writer directors that are leading. Me personally, I'd probably kind of edge that out because I feel like it's the easiest to try to understand like what should be the best, right? When I look at like Steve Zalian's work in The Irishman, what is he doing in the screenplay? That I'm giving credit to him over to what Scorsese is telling me with his visuals, right? Or am I wrong about that? Hmm. You're saying, sure. I, you're saying the, the water gets kind of muddy in that area, like what belongs. It really does. Who do you give opinion. credit for what? I mean, like, all right, one. Be, like my heart, I want Quentin Tarantino to win. Of of, uh, so my, my apologies. My head, I believe that Quentin Tarantino will win. I feel like this voting body, one, they have an adoration for Tarantino over the years he's won before. And just knowing what's coming ahead, this feels like the safest category. And this is like the bureaucracy of this type of awards program where it's like, well, in other areas, at the very least, if we can give him you know, an award here, we're good if he doesn't win anywhere else. At least he got it here. Because we really can't, you know, decipher between director and best picture, you know, and it sucks. It has to be that way. Me personally, Marriage Story is my favorite and what I believe is the best screenplay of the entire year. You know, um, I don't understand how Parasite is nominated because one, nobody's reading the fucking script. They're just not like, I, exactly. I know and if it's a translation, like how can they know? You, you know lose what? everything. You, you lose. Uh, it. Yeah, ex- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for that. My head says Quentin Tarantino will win. My heart really wants Noah Baumbach to pull it out, though. Oh, this was a very, very difficult, and I took and I took a swing for the fences here. I, uh, I am very, very torn. I think that they could give it to two. I want well. First off, I want them to give it to Quentin Tarantino, but I think that there's two that be, for the same reasons you said. But I'm choosing other people. I think. Safe, the safe bet I actually think is Steve Zalian. I think that they're either going to give it to Steve Zalian or they're going to give it to the writing duo for Parasite. All right. So yeah. we got two head answers going to Parasite, even though nobody's read the script. And my head answer <laughs> is going to Quentin Tarantino once upon a time in Hollywood. Gotcha. gotcha. All right. Next up, we got. The nominees for Best Director. Woo! So this is Raul's favorite category. We got Sam Mendes of 1917, Bong Joon-ho of Parasite, Todd Phillips, Joker, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. Okay. With all that shit I was popping about, <laughs> Best Screenplay <laughs> of Parasite, I, I just think that, like, of this crop, right, like, the only film that I haven't seen is 1917. So unfortunately, you know, I'm sorry, Sam Mendes, I cannot give you like that. And with all the precursors, as they like to call it, um, I just, I just feel like 1917 is a little bit late to a to the party. And I think, for what I hear, it does more on the technical side than on the emotional and like you know the narrative side, right? Uh, but it's still good. Like it's still very good from what I'm, from what I'm hearing. You know, I won't know until next week. I'd have to go with Bong Joon Ho. 
even though that I have Parasite outside my top 10 of the year, like I can clearly admit that the direction is hella strong. Like it is incredibly strong. And to be honest with you, if it wasn't for the last 20 minutes of the film, this easily could have been in my top five. And that's saying a lot for a foreign language film, which I'm typically not too high on foreign language films to begin with. Um, but I can really, really see it. And I understand that, I think after it was explained to me that this Korean style of telling a story is like, I don't want to say a trope, but it's just, it's a penchant of that type of storytelling, you know, you know, from Korea. And it just didn't work for me. But I think, and I know enough that he will win. And of these, as much as I love Todd, Todd Phillips, I, I, just, I, I really wish he would have like stuck, like stuck concrete in his convictions with what he did with Joker because I love that film. Um, that I feel like some of the ambiguity that he left in the film, he's try, he's kind of walked that back, and I'm not a big fan of it. And I just think that Martin Scorsese has done much better work than The Irishman. So, <laughs> yeah, my head and my heart is going to go with uh, Bong Joon-ho. I'm... Man, this is another one that's so, 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 so difficult for me because I 100% want Sam Mendes to win. Um, <laughs> for I, I, I don't know where you're getting your sources from <laughs> about the emotional ride on Seventeen. Sure, it's not... Uh, Story-wise, plot-wise, it's very straightforward. It's not a. It's not as complicated as as Parasite is, but like it is emotional. It's it, it gets tough to watch. You're rooting for these characters. You're with them the whole ride. You're attached, uh, and you are on the edge of your seat with what's gonna happen next. So for me, like 1917 should win, but it's so hard uh, because I. Parasite should also win. It's also very, very good. But will they give it to a foreign film? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. It's tough. It's really hard to um, to know. I feel they will give it to other Irishmen. You think they'll give it to the Irishman? Yeah, I think like they will try like to honor Scorsese. They will try to honor um, uh, Netflix. Um, it's really hard. The Golden Globes is always hard to to know what, what what their minds are going towards. Yeah, it's it's a tough one for me. Um, I'm oh my god. <laughs> uh, I'll say they'll give it to Bong Joon Ho. That's good. So we're all in agreement. I can I can take that. I can take that. No, Shama Shama said Martin Scorsese. Shama. No, which I think what he meant to say was Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, I personally I want Bong Joon Ho. You know. But you, but you think Irishman will win? I'm torn. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I guess we are. We, 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 this, this is going to be very, very interesting. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to win, but it's fine. It is absolutely <laughs> fine. It's all good. Um, what should be fine is the nominees for Best Picture, Musical or Comedy. Yeah, man, we got uh, new nominees are Dolomite Is My Name or My Name Is Dolomite, depending on where you're at. Uh, <laughs> Jojo Rabbit. Not... That's Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Knives Out. 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. Hmm. <laughs> I don't see. It's funny. Earlier you were like, "Oh, they're gonna." So <laughs> you understand? You said that they're gonna just. Well, we have to give them something, so let's give them a screenplay. But like, I think they're gonna give them best best comedy. And that's Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> well, that's because it's here, right? It's it's here. Like I can't. I can't. It's it's here. It shouldn't be here, but it is here, right? Like it's more of a it's more of a drama than it is a comedy. Like there's definitely comedic parts to this film like yo i love dolomite is my name i thought it was great there was a couple of things this with the screenplay that like i would have done differently um that just didn't work on me i think jojo rabbit is great like like it's really oh. taika watiti is a fantastic director knives out is a ton of fun i love rocket man i've seen every movie here dolomite is my name i rated an eight out of ten the rest of these i rated a nine out of ten yeah um but i do have once upon a time in hollywood rated the highest um i love that at this point in quentin tarantino's career like he has carte blanche just to flex on us and do whatever he wants and he antagonizes the audience and i love that and we just like we just spend time with the film so of this five i'm gonna my heart says once upon a time in hollywood and also i believe that once upon a time in hollywood will win yeah i don't see i don't see how it doesn't i want jojo rabbit to win so bad but it won't. It just won't. I think Once Upon a Time will win as well. It's a um, good choice. It's good. Um, it it satisfies the criteria that they have. So. Who do you want to win? Uh, personally, I want Knives Out to win. Knives Out? Yeah, it's like, I love this movie. It's different. It appeals to the general audience. Um, I love, and I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood more. But I mean, like, uh, in this category, you feel that Knives Out will not get that much love at the Oscars. So it's a good chance for it to win at the Golden Globe, like, personally, you know. Hmm. Okay. That's a choice. So, so, I think we all said we think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to win. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. I, I don't see how it doesn't. I'd be highly surprised if it does. Um, if it loses. So, last up, we got Best Picture Drama. Yep. And we've got... I find this amazing how much the tides have turned for Netflix that they have three films in this category. Crazy. They got <clears throat> The Two Popes, 1917, The Irishman, Joker, and Marriage Story. Oh, man. Um... And to be honest with you, I think I, I I do believe that Netflix gets their first Golden Globe win in a major category like this. And as much as I don't want it to be, like I really, really don't want it to be, I do believe they're gonna award it to Irishman. I because be, and, and and this this is like the the dilemma, right? You have four categories between screenplay, best director, best picture comedy musical, and best picture drama, right? Where there's, you pretty much, I mean, you have Martin Scorsese in some sense in each of those categories. The same thing with Quentin Tarantino in each of these categories, like three out of four, right? The same thing, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly surprised that Parasite didn't make its way here. I think that could end up being different at the Academy Awards. Mm. 
but it's like, oh, well, if these names are going to keep appearing, then maybe we could just kind of like, you know, divvy it up somehow. Like you get it here, you get it there. And I think because I don't have Irishman getting for best screenplay or for best director, it's like, oh, well, let's give it to him here in best picture, right? <laughs> Which is frustrating. Yeah. because It is frustrating, because, but like you yeah. know that's how it works out. Because, because <laughs> it's so frustrating. You realize that when you give somebody an award for screenplay, obviously it's like, hey, here's an award for writing the best movie of the year, right? For writing the best script, the best story of the year, right? All together. But when you give an award for best director, what you're saying is this person made the best visual story. They did the best job at making. They did the best job at making a visual story. But then you go and give the best visual story to a different film. So, like, you did the best job. But we'll give it to But this other film is better. I don't understand how that works. Oh, bro, do you you understand how I was? Like, don't get me wrong. La La Land was my favorite film. Favorite film. And then the fact that (laughs) Damien Chazelle gets best director (laughs) and Barry Jenkins wins for best picture for Moonlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it just doesn't jive. It doesn't work. And and they've been doing doing that a lot. I don't understand it. Till this moment, I don't understand it. I believe best director is best picture, you know? Yes. I don't understand how best director doesn't get best picture. Like, that should be one of those things. Just like, obviously, that that, that person, their film won best picture. But they do it. Somehow they do it. They do it year after year. And it's really, really frustrating. Um, but for me, <laughs> I think they're going to do this with 1917. I think it is altogether, uh, without a doubt, the best the best visual event, the best visual story. Um, it's, it's incredibly impressive on every technical aspect. Uh, the story is there. Again, it's, it's simple compared to a lot of these other ones. But, like, it's great. Um, the actors are incredible. Everybody's an incredible job. It does things that, that like, are just, just we haven't seen like this to this degree. And it's incredibly impressive. Um, so, all together, I don't, I, I don't see how I can see any other film being the best picture. So, I'm going to choose 1917, both with my heart and with my mind. But, sure. uh, but, but I can see how Irishman... I can see how you chose Irishman, though I highly disagree. Surprisingly, I was like, I was planning like to choose the Irishman like as their choice, but like since I I, I trust like Raul's taste in this situation and like that from the beginning of the year I felt like 1917 will be something strong. I believe that they will give it to 1917. Um, my heart, I. Apomi hasn't seen. Yeah, I, I. That's why I know it's crazy, but like my heart. Um, I, I, I don't have I don't have something now. I cannot decide the best picture with my heart without watching 1917. But with the thought, I can give it to 1917 um, from what, what I heard from everyone. You know, like up, up on the Golden Globe way of, uh, of choosing the movies, you know. Okay. So we've got myself with The Irishman. And then we have Raul and Sharma with, that was 1917? 1917. Man, this guy is... Shama's giving an award for a film that he hasn't even seen. But hey, you know it's, what? That's it's, that's it's insane. it is it is it is insane. But you know what? That is that's it. That is 
Best Picture Drama, Musical, Comedy, Director, Screenplay, Best Actor and Actress, Best Supporting Actor and Actress. We, we, we covered of the, the major critical movie awards that will happen this Sunday night. And we're going to go ahead and get all of our, our head picks, <laughs> all of what we think will win at this Golden Globes this Sunday and see where we stand. Um, I would like to put a wager on this, gentlemen, a, 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 a friendly bet. You know who's going to win out. There's a couple of uh, categories where we were all kind of in step with our head picks, but definitely some that we were um, very much so kind of spread across. Um, we'll let the audience figure out what that bet is. We'll kind of come up with it. We'll brainstorm on it a little bit. But I would love for you guys that are out there listening right now, we're going to try to get this part out as quick as possible to kind of see where you land at. And if you can be able to, before the show starts, uh, post your picks for the major film uh, categories that we just talked about on this podcast uh, that we're going to go ahead and uh, award the winner who can beat us or just, you know, win outright. <laughs> Never going to whoever gets the most picks right. Um, a $25 Fandango gift card to use however which way that you like. But in order to do that, you got to make sure to follow us. Follow your favorite more minorities at Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, make sure to keep up with the conversation. I'm sure that we will be live tweeting. I know that I will, and more than likely we're all on Shama. We will be live tweeting <laughs> the uh, Golden Globes, and it should be fun. Uh, I, I really hope the award show is not boring. Um, I just I hope some interesting things will happen. I'll be really happy losing if a lot of my heart picks win, so that'll be a nice... <laughs> I actually think it's more impressive if your heart picks win. Because, oh, hell yeah. Because, because that means... That means, you know, we start talking about. Because <laughs> your heart picks are really who you think should win, not just like, well, I really think Scarlett Johansson's pretty, so she should win. It's very much like, a, like I truly believe this person should win. So. Hell yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's what we're looking forward to. So, uh, yo, thanks so much uh, for enjoying us. And uh, I'm glad we can get you a double pod out at the new year. Maybe this will kind of inspire us to do bonus pods a little bit more often. But we're going to have to see about that. Yo, Raul, where can the folks find you, my brother? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Raul Nevado. Perfect. And Shimmy Shama, where can we be able to get at you at? Uh, you can find me. No, he actually, he stepped out. <laughs> no. He stepped out. But you can find him oh, at Muhammad Shama on Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. You can find your boy, Kobe <laughs> Mac at Kobe Toby on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks so much for kicking it with us. If you got a report, let us know. This has been yours, Minority Support. Peace. <laughs>